podcast time, everybody. And then rolling into our encore episode, we, we almost got into this at the very end of the, the episode. But, you know, I started doing these because we just get so much good content, to be honest, where I feel like it, it can just be its own episode. And, man, we didn't we didn't. Uh, there's so many stories. I mean, there's so many, but you, you, there's you know, so many the, the, here. So here's the weird thing. And I, and I wanted to tell this story because this is one of the very first times that I got to see Ken and Butler in action, uh. ladies and gentlemen. All right. So, so we, we, we've known each other since high school. We went to the same high school mm-hmm. and, um, and, and we had the same or similar uh, groups of friends. So he was working at the time. I don't want to say working, but you know, going, going and working at a production into the woods. Very first time uh, that, that I was a part of, you know, black box theater, um, stage crew and, and that type of thing. But oh, fast, well, I know, right. It's weird. We're getting old. Oh, for real. But we were babies. Uh, babies. I, I still am. Um, <laughs> absolutely. Just a werewolf man, baby. Um, <laughs> but, I'm gonna start calling you baby Hugh Jackman. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Don't talk too much, man. The claws come out. Um, but anyway, so we were, and I and I love this story because there are there are like two or three that I tell, and it's not the one where, when Kenan's recording his sessions, they put the mic to the wall. That is iconic, yes, because ah. this guy is loud. I've said it throughout That's the podcast. So it is he's singing in the street two or three o'clock in the morning, New York City, and they're like, I just I can't I can't with you. Not only that, before all of that was a thing, we were at, and I've told this story, but I, I uh, not to the audience listening. We were at a mutual friend, and I could say her name because not her full name, but Sarah was her name, and uh, Sarah's Sweet Sixteen, and there's a mixed group of people uh, that are there, friends, and I, I think some of her family were there and things like that. Now, obviously, the musically inclined, we kind of know what Kenan is capable of, but keep in mind, Kenan to this point, you know, aside from I think maybe church um, wasn't. There wasn't public scenes, and you know, this oh, is that's like not necessarily true because I had always not like not scenes in this way, but yes. I was I was on the 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 dance team, and I was in all of the musicals and in every chorus that you could be in because oh, a boy that can sing, come on right. over here, we right. need you, right? But the magic about this was is that you the 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 sheer reactions that people had that were like. People, there was a handful of people that were like, whatever. This was, you, you didn't go to a dance performance. You didn't go to and have a playbill and go, I'm going to go watch Kenan into the woods. You mm-hmm. were at a, a sweet 16, right? <laughs> so, yeah, I, you know, you're true. you're like, oh, I think I'm going to sing to Sarah. So I don't even remember that part. I just remember. Because you, I always get roped into singing. Yes. And I and, always get roped into singing. And it was like, I'm going to do this. And it was kind of a like, it wasn't even a planned thing. Like, mm, I'm going to do this. And the the response of just how the happy birthday rendition, I just remember 
the crowd of people like I'm sitting here going, oh, he's doing it. Oh my God, he's doing it. He's doing it. But the crowd of people that were just like, yeah, can and get him. And then also, wow. You know, and Sarah, I just remember her being, first of all, like, oh my God, what's going on? Oh my God, you're embarrassing me. And then this is so beautiful crying. And I don't remember too much, <laughs> but I just remember like, it's just so many overflowing. And I mean, you just hit it. It was it was so crazy for this to be a thing. And again, if you know Kenan or you know myself, like it's not, it literally anything like this could happen, but you are watching it happen in real time. People are cheering. People are like, oh my God, they're, 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 this is before like really good cell phones. So you could, you had to oh. watch it. There was no Memorex yes. to it. You had to watch it and remember. And it was so moving that impactful that the, the, the entertainment or the production company, the one of the wait, people- Wait, 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 wait. You always, this, this part though, because right after that, yeah, they played Michael Jackson. I want to say it was Beat It. Okay. It was either Beat It or Thriller. It was one of the two. And then I was like, <laughs> I'm going to go dance. Will you come dance with me? <laughs> <laughs> and on that little wooden dance floor that they had yeah that place down. was tiny it was it, it was, was like so tiny ugh. and again everybody was like Argh! now meanwhile i'm like i ain't doing nothing y'all calm right. down this ain't this ain't michael michael now i don't know the choreo and michael is legendary right we're in newburgh <laughs> <laughs> You're lucky that people showed up. <laughs> that lucky the lights are on. Oh my gosh! And then that's when the the company was like eyebrows. <laughs> right, right. Well, the thing is, is that when I remember this moment, it was the so when you like even with Michael Jackson or something like that, when you hear the start in a live concert and people go nuts, yes, that is like you are you know when we're talking about like audio, that is peaking. You're all straight red. And just everybody's overload reaction, just what is going on? Oh my God, what is Kenan doing? Oh my God, he's singing. Oh my God, Sarah's crying. Everybody, like that was literally, I cannot forget that. The dancing aspect, people were still kind of like trying to process what happened. I remember you came over and were like all giddy about it. But then literally right after that, uh, uh, the 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 entertainment company that was there, the guy literally like, hey, yeah, can we talk to you real quick? And <laughs> yes. they pull this dude aside and offer yeah. him a gig to work with them on the spot. That was his very first official job, and he came over and was like, so no, that was excited. my first official like performance job ever. It was the yeah. first time that I'd ever been picked because I had been working yeah at uh, McDonald's. McDonald's. I've been working right. at McDonald's since I was for two years at that point. Right in my life. Right, mm -hmm. but but look, look, I've never identified you as a hamburger flipper. You are what you're called, you know, and you are what you identify with in the creative space like that. Absolutely, you are a performer you're a singer you and in that moment that was your first job towards your just what you do man and i was just, it was so like literally i could still it, this was 16 years ago 15 years i can Ooh, remember like it was yesterday hurts. i know i know gundam's old um but it was that to me was was it was just so it was like magical it, it, it's weird because 
it's like knowing like Blake Shelton or or Bradley Cooper or something like that. And they're I get like confused for them all the time. <laughs> Especially their whiteness, right? <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, you're a goatee, bro. I don't know. Uh, I but the locks. <laughs> I, it, it it does it every time. It it's just weird to know somebody who is that talented and then kind of just watch them in their normal state and then when they're done like we're gonna go have a hamburger you know like you forget yeah. that they're just a real person they're just not and i'm not saying starstruck but it's just i love those moments i love that response from everybody there the overload of emotion with sarah and just like you being able to be seen for what it is that yeah. your talent is i mean you 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 were you have a smaller audience like with the dance groups and uh slightly larger with the school you know performances mm -hmm. but it's such a siloed audience that is coming to see that and respect that yeah. to be out in the wilderness so to speak you know like just in a, in a this would be like the equivalent of being in a grocery store and having somebody ridiculous there and you just happen to be dancing and they see right. you and it would like th th those paths would never cross unless right. you were there you know and yeah truly truly magical and it oh was just gosh. i just remember your energy about it you came over and you were just like it, it was like being on oprah you know like you get a job so you get excited. a job you get a job everybody's getting a job so it was it was it was so it was so weird that that just happened like that but also magical is like is this is this real um i loved that i was so excited to do that job i stayed with them i think i was with them at least until i was 21 or 22. wow i think i had to leave and I like officially left because I would come back and do gigs when I wasn't on tour. Right. Um, and then when I took my first ship, uh, Disney is when I stopped working for them because I was like, I'm going to be gone for like a year. <laughs> <laughs> bye. Yeah, bye. <laughs> but it's yeah. it's it's weird. And then the second Kenan story that I, I, I have to tell is uh -oh. this is no, it's, it's still good. No, uh -oh's. as we know, Kenan is loud. Uh, if you haven't noticed, I'm going to notice in editing when I'd have to do this. Oh, but, yeah. <laughs> but he's and like, I want, I want, you can't see, but, the, <laughs> but I've got like <laughs> the gain set super low and I'm like hella far away from the mic. Right. And you're telling me like, <laughs> oh, I'm too quiet. I'm like, bro, this is my normal, this is my normal rec recording booth that I do like voice right. acting into like, uh all right <laughs> you know right but but so and that's why i had to soundproof my room yes because reverberations are a beautiful thing they really are. um so when when you have somebody who is who carries that well uh things can be a little bit difficult um in performances though so there have been numerous times that i've heard this but this is probably, I think I want to say the first time that I've actually seen this. Yeah. So after we graduated, after I graduated, because I believe we're like a year or a couple months. Yeah, off, you were, well, you were, off. yeah, we're a year apart. Cause yeah. you, you, yes. Kenan had a, I wanted to see him do, they were doing uh, Into the Woods again. I'm like, dude, I want, save me a ticket. Give me a playbill, whatever it is. I want to come rep you. I want to come see mm. and, and come in. And it was difficult because it was very limited. I think you had a, um, 
a lot of family and stuff coming and they have like a limited amount of like, I don't want to say save seats, but tickets mm-hmm. or something like that for folks. And I got one and I know it's somewhere like it's literally in a box with the playbill in a bag somewhere. But I sat down, I watched this guy on stage and he had no microphone because Kenan is way too loud and will be picked up on somebody else's microphone. So uh, Darnell, and I remember this because you couldn't hear him as well. And he was mic'd. I don't even remember who he was character wise, but I physically remember Kenan singing and dancing in the back of the stage. And you could hear him crystal clear through Darnell's mic. And I'm going, how, how is this possible? How? Every there there are I don't remember if anybody else oh, no. was not Mike, but this dude is singing and dancing in the back of the stage. I'm not in the front. I'm not in the front. I'm near the back uh, of the auditorium. Okay, um, I don't know to the left or to the right. I know it wasn't in the middle, and I heard this guy clear as day through Darnell's mic. Darnell, I couldn't hear as well through Darnell's mic, but I heard Kenan through Darnell's mic, and I was just like. Wow. So if he can't get a job singing, maybe he can get a job like breaking glasses, you know, because this is insane. The amount of just raw acoustic horsepower that this gentleman has in his lungs. And it was just, I have blown sound system. And I I had to warn people, I'm loud. So when I belt, make sure that you set the gain appropriately. Because if you don't, it's going to be. And I'm I'm a very dynamic singer now as well. And so I will go from extremely quiet to hella loud in like 7.5 seconds. And so if the sound tech isn't good, they're always uh, (laughs) unable to, to, to handle. I think it's hilarious. Oh, it makes me giggle. But I mean, growing up though, and, mm. and I've learned most of this from your your website of all things, dude. Because I didn't know yeah. a lot of this going on. You you moved around a lot. You, you oh, I know we we're yeah, talking man. about it a little bit in the podcast, but I mean, what, where I've known you, you're in Japan, you're in New York, Florida. Where, where I have, have I've been, been to eight different schools before the seventh grade, dude. Like, I moved around so much as a kid. Uh, what? There, I went to one school in Michigan. Then there was one or two schools in Germany. Then we lived on the Stewart Air Force Base before it became a civilian airport. Really? Yeah. Wow. Then I lived on West Point. Then I went to Vail's Gate. Then we moved to Platakill. So I went to Platakill Elementary and Wallkill Junior High. And then I came back. Uh, to Newburgh and that was when I was in Newburgh the second time and so then we stayed throughout high school then I went to Buffalo for college and I was only there for three semesters then I moved to New York and I was uh, on tour but in and out of New York until 2008 and then I went to Philly for four months five months to do a show then stayed in New York for a bit then did Disney and that was a year, did two contracts with them. Then I did a contract on Holland America, which was 11 months. And then right after that, I booked Universal Studios in Japan. Yeah, in Japan. But I also booked a Holland America ship. And at the same time, I was doing that one man show in New York. So I did a six week replacement contract. It was like a, a two week cruise and a 
four-week cruise. It was so great. Um, came back, did that one-man show at uh, in New York that you came to see. Right, and right. And then a couple days after that, flew to Japan. And I basically was in Japan for four years. Then still lived in the city, did a couple ships, did some stuff in L.A. And uh, just this March, I moved down to... Florida. And, and you know, if anything I could say about this year, I am I, I have to be somewhat a little bit thankful, like even if it is kind of for selfish reasons, because this podcast opportunity would probably not exist. Yeah. It has been so difficult to get a hold of this man for yeah. years. Like we literally years. catch up in like microbursts and yeah. we only have gotten the opportunity to do this recently because things have been crazy. So things you know, have been crazy, but because things are crazy, I'm actually like slow on the ship. It's not really possible to like, shoot a podcast we'd have to like time it right during my port days which i don't have a ton of time i probably have a maximum of like three hours on a port day right uh depending on what the port day is and what i have to do that day and if i can um Right, uh, but if I'm off that up. day, right, yeah, or yeah. if I've gotten off in the in the morning, and then if I get off in the early morning, what's open? And, and it so, burns you out energy wise. I mean, you oh don't even know gosh. if you're going to be up for doing another performance after a performance after yeah. you know whatever. Well, I I kind of feel like I would be because, for example, on the ship, you end up doing. They're not as long, but you do multiple of these like Q and A talkback type situations, right? Where the thing that I always describe, I always tell people about working on a cruise ship um, and Disney Cruise Line beat it into me is <laughs> when you are in guest areas. Metaphorically, you're, metaphorically, you're, just, just meta- so you metaphorically, know. Metaphorically, metaphorically. was not no, heard during the recording no... <laughs> of this cruise or this podcast. So Disney, uh, um, we appreciate you. And yes. uh, okay. But, I, but Disney Cruise Line was some of the best customer service training that I have ever gotten in my life. They were so strict. Yes. But it made so that's why their product is virtually flawless. Right. It is so wonderful. But when you're in guest areas, especially in entertainment, you're working. It doesn't matter if you're not working. You are if if you are working, you are at the disposal of the, the guests. You are there to socialize with guests if they have questions from what do you like picking my brain Q&A wise to how do I find the nearest bathroom you are working and so I always especially on days where I knew I was like emotionally exhausted I'm not going upstairs Uh -uh. (laughs) uh -uh. I don't feel like putting on a button-up shirt I don't want to get I'm gonna stay right on downstairs wear my shorts (laughs) or pants Mm. but I have to wear pants to leave my cabin but (laughs) but because because I knew that I I was going to have to work. And so I feel like that gives you a lot of stamina. So I, if I had had time, I would have been able to fin- film it. If I had time and decent Wi-Fi. Wi-Fi right. is scarce right. in the Caribbean. It's a lot. Oh, uh, every, I mean, on a boat, it's, it's, and it can be mm-hmm. spotty depending on where you're, where you're, oh, cabin. but it's I mean, I would better. never, I would never, I would never, never, never zoom over the no. Wi-Fi on board. No, never, bro. no, it is, it is not good but it's it's good enough to check your facebook and i can facebook call people right but to do something like this oh no right nothing and but I, like i said i'm glad in that sense if i could be a, a selfish for like two set well mm-hmm. technically uh uh in in this 25 minutes but <laughs> uh, but that is something that i am extraordinarily thankful for because it is 
I mean, we, we, we've talked back and forth about trying to do stuff for years. And yeah. even just the beginning of this year, we were, we were talking about trying to do this in February. Yeah. And and it, it just it didn't happen. And that's what happens. We're at the bottom of 2020 now. Thank you very much. Yeah. Um, not close enough, but, you know, closer than February was. And it's just that is the life of a creative, man. It's just it really something is. always happening, always going on. And... Yeah. But it's just it's it's cool. It's it's weird to think though, just how I mean that show you were talking about. I remember doing. I mean we we've done. You had your EP, your secret mm-hmm. that I um I did the artwork the cover for that's mm-hmm. on iTunes. I uh, did the marketing for your one man show, and mm-hmm. I have the video for it somewhere. I got to re-edit that so we can have that up online because that was. It's it's weird to see something that went from paper to an actual product. And for me, it always, yeah. it, it's just, it's, it is magical, you know, yeah. to say, I have this idea. And I, and I think that's how it is with a lot of things in life. You get into a car, somebody designed, not one person, but a group of people designed that vehicle. And that wasn't the end product that they had in mind, but that's how right. it ended up. And that is what you now use. And to see that process once it's done, I think is very insightful. That just taught me that I uh, am indeed a crazy person, but <laughs> but that those crazy ideas that I have in my head are, I can build them into something. Right. And that was the first, that was the first time that I went, Oh, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I mean, if I hadn't done that show, I don't think that I would have even thought about building shows in Japan. Right. I don't think I would have ended up, I would never have ended up touring and all of the things that I did out there. You know what I mean? True. Now, you know, and it wasn't like, I wish I could be like, I was touring. I went from Osaka to Tokyo. That's not, no, I did. I did. I definitely ran around and played local venues and, right. but it was great. And I loved, I loved being booked, but I would not have been able to like that planted the seed of trust in my crazy. Right. And, and trust in my lands. You know what I mean? Well, and you've been trying to get over to Japan for, I mean, years to, oh, to just, Japan any reason you could be there you know and and that's you found it you got it you know you can now go back you've sort of set up camp there i can guess you can say as as far as knowing folks and connections and it's an opportunity always nice to have a place to stay that was what's been really cool about traveling as an as a performer is building relationships with people and uh, I had friends that were like, hey, so are you still in New York? I need a place to stay. Yeah, baby, come stay right. on my couch. It's right. all good. Right. And, and vice versa. You know, it, right. that has been a very wonderful experience. Right. Uh, have I supposed to? <laughs> I was supposed to go to Barcelona this year. <laughs> nope. That's not happening. <laughs> nope. Well, but you know what, though? Real talk. I'm really glad, A, that I, I can do this. But B, it. I didn't realize that over the past 14, 15 years that I'd never stopped. Yeah. And and so in the beginning of, it was really nice to, for me, and I had just come off of the ship because I got stuck, (laughs) but, and I was in the, the end of a contract actually, but it was really nice to not have anything to do and not have anything pressing to do. Burnout is real. Uh, 
It is so real and it creeps up on you. And I didn't know how burnt I was until I was scorched. And so now looking at seven months later, I feel very much ready to work again, you know, which is why I've started creating so much now because I'm like, okay, cool. It's time. I've rested enough. Well, speaking of creating, when when's the next collab we're doing, man? When where, hey! where's my what's going on, man? What are man? we doing? What are we doing? What do you want to uh, do? I don't know. You got some you got some music videos coming up. They're a little bit midnightless, uh, you yeah, know. They are a little bit midnight. I need to. I I really I have an idea. I have to see if it'll work though. A lot of the stuff that I want to do is really hard to do when you have to limit the amount of people that are involved True. because social distancing and all of that True. jazz. Because there's like. Four, three, three different tunes that could use some a little bit of midnight. There That's you all go. I'm saying. Or There's or even ju- even just visually, man, I could do I could send something remote, you know, and and mm-hmm. uh, guest guess some sort of spot or whatever. Hey, I'm I'm just Ooh. saying, I see a lot of you know I see a lot Ooh, of things coming don't up. Don't do this to me. <laughs> I already have a full plate. Why are you? Doing this? <laughs> I'm just saying, you know. I mean, just uh, <laughs> just just saying. No, I'm sure we can figure out something, man. But I I appreciate you. Uh, I'm do- trying to get you on my. Uh, happy hour karaoke thing on my instagram that's really what i want you to do you're gonna you be want so to see mad me drunk that's what you're trying I, to do i'm no i want to hear you sing <laughs> no i saw that thing with uh that was one it sounds sad that is one of my favorite songs from the goofy movie stand out oh yeah i literally play that in the car and it was just because it is performed well enough where you go is this a real pop song because it's Formed and because also the the person that is singing that his name is Tevin Campbell he is R and B like nineties R and B royalty like that voice voice that man excuse me <laughs> that man's voice is insane I thought he was he, so I thought back in the day I thought it was like the equivalent of Michael Jackson because it no. has the same and he well, in the movie pretty in much the, mo- the same now yeah it's insane. It was just, it was so, it was just, I heard you doing it. I'm like, dude, that's my song. It's my but, song. <laughs> but we got to, we, we got to do something, man. But I appreciate you doing this encore episode with me, though. I'm sure that Brother, listeners anything do. for you, man. I just appreciate you. I love what it is that you do. I think what you are doing is so, 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 so important on so many different levels. And so I'm happy to be here, man. Right. It's just so many times to be able to have stories like this told and we didn't have it. Like I said, back in the day, now we're creating, now we are the story. How weird is that? How Uh, weird? We've gone from, we're looking for the story that we are the stories now. That that, are the stories. That is. And not only that, I think it's really cool that we know where we were back in the Dizay. And now we are in a place where we, when we have a story to tell, we have the tools to tell it there's value right so much value but i hope that people see that and if they don't take for me personally if they don't take anything else take away from the 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 the, don't you don't have to wait for someone to see you right you don't ever have to wait for somebody to see you if you see yourself you can go out and do it make a space create a space for yourself and that's exactly what it is especially bro you have flourished and it is so cool to see it's a weird feeling (laughs) no that's not that's not weird that you're feeling it's called age 
but <laughs> uh, that's my but, back giving out help <laughs> but, <laughs> i've fallen and i can't get up it is inspiring it's, you've always inspired me to be like okay well i have to find a way to do it i can't just sit and and, and be content to wait you know that is a system that benefits some people but not everybody and so if no one wants to tag me in then i'm gonna play my own game that's why I wanted to be a game designer. I didn't like the fact of how the rules are being played. And I went, well, you know what? It'd be nice to be able to create something where <clears throat> either your character wins or there's yeah. an ecosystem that you can just enjoy. You know, there's so many things that you can't, but, you know, but either way, man, dude, mm -hmm. I, I just, I really appreciate you doing this and taking the time. Oh, I got I you, really brother. Do. It was great. I had a good time today. It was a blast. 